So you have the candy on Halloween night. One of the key things now to make sure you don't trip up is to actually just throw the rest of it out. Where people get in trouble is not eating a lot of candy in one sitting. It's keeping candy around so that you're constantly drip eating it a little bit every day for the coming weeks and months until it's gone. That is terrible. We don't want constant exposure to sugar. The key point here is that an episodic exposure to sugar, whether it's you're having a dessert or you're having candy once in a while that we've prepped for, totally fine for the physiology. But keeping that in the system day in and day out with continuous exposure, definitely not good. All right, my friend, welcome back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project and Fit Mother Project podcast. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and today's episode is special because we're going to be doing a Halloween episode today because it's the time of the year. And when people think of Halloween, one of the first things we think about are costumes and candy. And I want to really focus and zoom in on the candy part because I think it's something that trips people up every single year. There's a lot of candy floating around. It derails people's progress. And specifically, I want to share a couple tips, strategies, tricks, if you will, that will enable you to enjoy candy without gaining fat. And this comes down to understanding some physiology about how our bodies work and how we can actually use this to our advantage. So to get right into this, because time is of the essence. Our bodies store carbohydrates in the form of glycogen. So glycogen is the storage form of glucose, and we store carbohydrates in our muscles and in our liver. And the reason our bodies do this is that we have a readily available source of energy that we can tap into when we're exercising and moving. And this stored glycogen in our liver helps keep our blood sugar stable. And then when we exercise and are doing specific activities, our muscles can use the stored glycogen to fuel that activity, and that's really important. Now, your body stores roughly around 500 to 600 grams of glycogen, of stored carbohydrates. So let's just say 600 grams of stored carbohydrate for this example. What we want to do heading into any time where we know we're going to be getting more carbohydrates in, in the form of, let's just say the sugar and candy, is a couple days before we want to empty out our stored carbohydrate reserves. Because it basically turns out when our reserves are topped up and we're full of glycogen, if we then go and eat more carbs on top of that, the body can convert those carbs and those sugar into fat. But if we go into these specific times of the year where we're going to have some more sugar desserts, candy, and our stores are empty, we specifically depleted those carbohydrate stores a few days before, then the body's going to preferentially refuel and replenish those glycogen stores and not turn those extra calories we're eating into fat. And I think this is a really valuable concept that we apply to free meals and cheat meals, but it certainly applies to Halloween candy. So here is the basic strategy. Let's just say Halloween is Saturday. Starting on Thursday, we'll start eating lower carb. And so we'll basically just like decrease the carbs as much as you can for about two days beforehand. So practically speaking, you might wake up in the morning, rehydrate, and then you might get some eggs with some avocado. That's like a low-carb, high-protein breakfast. Or maybe you have one of our Fit Father or Fit Mother morning shake smoothie recipes that's low-carb, high in protein, high in healthy fats. You do that in the morning. For lunch, you have a salad with some protein. So greens plus protein. 
For snack in the middle of the day, if you do a snack, you're eating some kind of nuts and seeds. And then for dinner, you're getting fibrous veggies, so any kind of fibrous veggie with a protein source. You do that for two days. And what that's going to do is you're eating a lower-carbohydrate diet on those days, very low-carbohydrate. In fact, your body is going to be burning through some of that stored glycogen. And to make this whole strategy more effective, we want to make sure that we're exercising on all of these days leading up. I would exercise almost every single day leading up to that, so maybe not even two days out, maybe starting like four days out, get a workout in every day. Because as you're exercising, you're burning more of that stored glycogen as well. Paired with a low-carb diet, you're emptying those stores out. So day of, it's Halloween. You know your kids are trick-or-treating. You're going to be candy floating around the house. You've gotten a workout in that day. Absolutely critical. Because one of the cool things about exercise is when we exercise, particularly like weightlifting and stuff involving the muscles, it actually turns our muscles into sponges for sugar. It expresses these carbohydrate receptors on the muscles that make the muscles very sensitive to incoming sugar so that the body can actually take that sugar and store it as glycogen to replenish. So we work out the day of, we drink lots of water, and we eat that low-carbohydrate meals going up into it. Now, if you know, let's just say, for the example of candy, it's going to be something that's going to be around the house late at night. But let's say this were some kind of holiday office party and they had desserts. You'd want to make sure that heading into that, you've had at least a meal somewhere between two hours ahead of time. Because where a lot of people make a lot of bad decisions is you go into these situations starving. So I would make sure there was some protein and veggies in my body at least two hours before I would encounter any kind of dessert or candy. The reason that's good is, again, it gives you a little satiety, gives you some energy. It's not going to make you as hungry for these kinds of things. But you also have strategically emptied out your glycogen stores, so you go to this time, and you can basically eat what you want during that time. So let's just say you go to absolute town, and you eat half of your kids' trick-or-treat candy, and you get 500 grams of sugar. Okay, that's an insane amount of sugar. It's probably not great for your health, but it's just one day. And your body can take those extra sugars, restore them as glycogen, and a lot of that stuff's just gonna be burned off. Your metabolic rate will increase because you're getting in such an influx of carbohydrates. And there actually are some legitimate health benefits to getting sugar spikes once in a while. It can actually increase this hormone leptin that improves your metabolism, improves your fat burning, and decreases your hunger. So leptin is very sensitive to big increases in carbohydrate, and especially because you went low carb going into this, that little spike's going to be okay. So you have the candy on Halloween night. One of the key things now to make sure you don't trip up is to actually just throw the rest of it out. Where people get in trouble is not eating a lot of candy in one sitting. It's keeping candy around so that you're constantly drip eating it a little bit every day for the coming weeks and months until it's gone. That is terrible. We don't want constant exposure to sugar. The key point here is that an episodic exposure to sugar, whether it's you're having a dessert or you're having candy once in a while that we've prepped for, totally fine for the physiology. But keeping that in the system day in and day out with continuous exposure, definitely not good. So behaviorally speaking, eat the candy that night, throw it out the next day. So you just had a bunch of candy that night. What do you do the next day? Well, you wake up and you keep the hydration as a target. You want to keep the body because oftentimes when we have these free meals, cheat meals, or extra carbs and sugar and candy and stuff, it causes our bodies to retain some water. So by drinking more water, you're keeping the body flushing the system. So keep the water intake very high and maybe you fast. Maybe you fast in the morning if you're still feeling full, or if you're hungry, you get back to your standard healthy breakfast, which by design here at the FFP and FMP, we like to make those low carb by design, but not to say that you necessarily need to go low carb the day afterwards, but I would still keep the carbs reasonable because remember the night before you topped up those tanks with all of that influx of the sugar. So I guess the key thing here is we need to enjoy our lives we need to participate in the different seasons of events that come. If you're not into candy, you don't have to eat any of this, but I think this strategy is valuable. The next
next time you're heading into something where you know you're going to be eating more food than normal, particularly more sugars and carbohydrates, empty the tank out on the way in, couple days of low carb, exercise every day leading up, increase the water, and then when you do have those carbohydrates, your body will process them much better, store them as glycogen, and then you get back on the routine the next day. This is one of the myriad of simple tools and strategies we give our Fit Father and Fit Mother program members because when you understand simple stuff like this, you have a tool that you can deploy every year, every single time one of these events come up. So let's just say it's 4th of July in the United States and you know you want to go ahead and eat a couple hot dogs and burgers because you just feel like it and you enjoy that. Well, maybe you've done a little prep a couple days ahead of time. Maybe you fasted on the way in on that day. Maybe you got a workout in to keep the tank a little more empty. And then that calorie surge actually has some benefits for you. It's not just a cost. So I hope you found this little tip valuable. Happy Halloween to you and your family. I hope you have a safe and happy and hopefully healthy Halloween. Throw that candy out the next day. Don't fall into that trap and let's keep you healthy over the holidays. Thanks for tuning in, my friend. I hope you enjoyed this small episode of Dr. A Talks. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash fitfatherproject to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.